Welcome to the Tribune. I'm Danny with Jameson. Yeah, 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 yeah. And Chris Wern. What's good? We just watched uh, episode 11 of The Challenge Total Madness and saw the cast dangling off of a tank and Johnny Bananas pulling some vintage political moves. Uh, tonight we're going to do Red Skull or Send It Home, MVPs and Losers, and listener questions. But first, D, right? Just uh, a lot of D. It's been a very active week since last episode. Um, so we're actually going to start with a listener question. This comes from CMC Shizzle. Uh, are you happy MTV has severed ties with D? Wern, what do you think? Well, uh, first of all, yes. Uh, I think it's the right move. I mean, beyond my own personal grudge with D as a character, I just find her super annoying this season. And now she does. I mean, obviously, we all know about this. Let's let's talk about it a little bit. She's been in some uh, very racy uh tweet kind of situations where she's put out some very very poorly worded tweets uh and it seems clear she's a bit of a racist or just doesn't understand racism at all um so yeah i'm happy on both levels i think it's the right move to to let her go and sever the ties with her jameson yeah i mean obviously it's definitely the right thing to do like I think it makes total sense that, you know, you're seeing across the country, you know, different celebrities, different personalities, whatever it may be. You got a tweet in your past. You got something you're saying right now. You word it the wrong way. Um, you're going to get canceled. And he definitely got canceled this week. Um, it's pretty, you know, pretty crazy. The, the timeline of how it all went down and all the different tweets and all the, you know, from her, you know, tweeting to like, getting the ball with Bailey and then a fan and then Swaggy and then Wes and the, like Big T. It's just, it was like this nonstop um, whirlwind of just, you know, really bad, badly said things. And like, you know, obviously the MTV had to do what they had to do. I'm glad that they, you know, kept the, the show on uh, and, you know, D you're out, yo. Like, don't be, don't be a dumbass. Don't be a racist. Like that's all there is to it. As you know, I can't help but look at um, comment sections to rile myself up and just look at stupid comments. And a lot of people seem to be saying like, well, this wouldn't have happened to her if she did it three months ago. This is all about the timing now. I think they're missing the point. Of course, it's the timing. I think if you're a decent person, you have used all of this to reflect or think about what more you could do to help or how you can be more active. It's not okay to just not be racist anymore. I think you need to be proactive about these things. And for her to think, hey, you know, it'd be a good time for some racial humor right now just seems insane. And <laughs> that lack of judgment, she should never show up on the show again. I mean, if you think that that's okay to do now, what was she saying before all this started? I mean, it, it's a complete lack of judgment. Yeah. Ignorant. It's insane. It's no. insane. To, to reference the Black Lives Matter, the BLM in your tweet that said those words, I don't want to repeat them, is just fucking insane. I mean, she's, yeah, like you said, Danny, she's either a total idiot or she just 
is totally out of her mind, doesn't understand it. I mean, if you want to be a personality of any sort, I mean, there's just no room for it at all whatsoever. I mean, even if you're not trying to be a personality, if she was working for any company, I imagine a company found that on social media, they'd probably be cutting ties with her. So I think on any level, it's just not acceptable. I'm interested to see what happens because like this whole thing that, you know, this house she's in with Wes and like all these people, apparently that's a show. So like this definitely is going to be part of that, that show, whatever it is or whatever that show's about. It seems like they're building up um, the town they're in. And, you know, Wes claimed after it happened that he like kicked her out and like, but then other people are saying he was on the phone on TV for hours trying to save her, like the whole, it's whole thing. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. If they, will they air that? You know what I mean? Like if they're, you know, hesitant about airing it now, will they air it, you know, that show? Which sort of leads us to my second question, which is if tonight's episode was heavily edited, it's usually 90 minutes, it was 60 minutes. We learned that even the people on the show didn't know that until they watched tonight. So how is this going to affect the rest of the season? And are you happy that it's being affected and edited? I, I mean, I, I could see her winning. Like, I could straight up see her winning, which is crazy. You know, like, with this whole wolf. <laughs> Big wolf. I know. Like, who knows? I mean, you know, you never know. But, like, she, you know, she has won in the past, and she could do it again. She's definitely fired up now, especially. Who knows what what went down back at the house after that elimination? But uh, that would be weird. I mean, because like say she say she wins, and then it, it just like cuts out. Or it's like next week on ridiculousness. You know, like <laughs> like it's just be so like random for her to like win something like this. But but I do think like I don't know. I was thinking about this and them editing out her scenes. While I get what the point is, and like you, if you air her, then it's like giving her screen time, and it's giving her, you know, like it, it gives her a platform. But at the same time, now all fans of the show are just going to be like, "I wonder what happened there. I wonder what you know she how she reacted to that. I wonder how this person reacted to her about this." Like, you know, all three of us are writers. We write stories. When there's parts missing out of the story, it doesn't make any sense. Um, so I think, in a way, I'm kind of like, if you choose to air the rest of the show then just air the rest of the show. And everyone's going to have their judgments about Dee and know like what she did. And I don't think she's going to do anything on the show in her you know, testimonials or whatever that people are like, you know what? I've changed my mind about Dee. Like, you know, she had a really good comment about the bunker or whatever. Like, I, I just think that's part of the show. And you, you choose to air the rest of the show, air it. Yeah, I think um, it's interesting. I mean, maybe she just had a heavy storyline in this particular episode because she ended up in elimination. Uh, and, you know, that's a shitty thing for the editors, like four days out to learn about this Twitter uh, thing. And all of a sudden, I'm sure they're scrambling to, to salvage the rest of the season. I mean, like, we know they're probably making up storylines to a degree anyway. And I think they're, I'm hoping at least that they're going to try to, like, edit her out but fill it with something else so we don't have like more hour-long episodes and we're still kind of getting our fill of you know all the drama that we want and all the just ridiculousness that we want that's not the show that follows or precedes the show but yeah I mean like clearly we missed like what the hell did D say in that tribunal that made Josh cry or was it outside of the tribunal like 
it must be Josh cried because of D. There's just it has to have happened, and now we will never know why he cried, which just kind of makes me sad. And why did they air her talking in the tribunal, but not air her like testimonial afterwards or whatever? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. And I find this to be so distracting to the point that now it's making me think about D more than if they had <laughs> yeah. left those shots in. Like, I think really there was a half hour that had to be cut for whatever reason. I, I agree. I think if you're going to air the show, you can scrub it. I mean, obviously, if she makes some inflammatory remarks on camera, obviously, you know, that should be taken out anyway. But I think to take out stuff that doesn't really have to do with what's going on now, I think you just sort of have to air it. Right. I think that that tribunal meeting was definitely longer than yeah uh, what they gave us. I mean, because it was just kind of weird. Like, thinking back on it now, I'm like, Oh, that was kind of weird. Like, she didn't really say much. Like, she said, like, very minimal words. And I was kind of like, I bought it because I was like, oh, it's Josh. He's emotional. But then I think back on it, I'm like, oh, man, she clearly said something else that, like, got him worked up and upset or whatever. And that's, I'm guessing that's what, whatever she did there is what made him cry eventually. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, you get, I don't know. It's It's a weird was it of Josh crying? Was it him crying in the like the tribunal? It I don't know. Words to somebody, but it, yeah, it was tough to tell what was going on. But it was definitely supposed to be in this episode, right? It clear like to me, it must have been related to D, and they had to cut it because it would have made no sense, right? Um, and I guess we should mention that we're recording this on Wednesday night after the show aired. And it seems like things about this story are happening every day. So if something happens tonight that we don't cover, um, it's because it happened, we're recording it before it did. But I mean, even before jumping on here, I saw rumors that she's trying to take legal action against MTV for banning her, which way to uh, reflect and take the time to learn and better yourself if, if you're already trying to strike back at MTV. But um, Has she even put out an apology? She finally did today, and then her management released, like, uh, a statement, but also, like, a reason as to why they're not firing her or distancing themselves from her. I don't know. Because she's their only client. Everybody's getting canceled right now, like, uh, I mean, a lot of MTV Challenge fans probably know about uh, Corey's second baby mama. She said some crazy crap too, and they said they're not going to air their episode. Like they're on the show Teen Mom or whatever, and the episode where she has the baby is not getting aired. Like the whole point of the show. Um, so goes the show. You know, hate doesn't win; only love wins. That's right. Yeah, let's do some Red Skull or send it home. Let's uh, let's switch it up here. The decision to disqualify anybody that was found canoodling in the challenge or throwing the challenge. We've seen people get uh, disqualified for blatant cheating, but never for throwing a challenge like this. Are you for it or against it, Red Skull, or send it home? I uh, will jump in, and I'm going to say, Red Skull, this is TJ's fucking challenge, and if you don't play it like TJ wants you to play it, you're fucking DQ'd or you're just shit out of luck. I love it. 
I'm all for it. No, uh, no canoodling Red Skull. James. Hell, yeah. Hell yes. I'm the same way, man. I think, like, I, I kind of hate it when people – I'm like, if you're a cheater, you can get out. I don't like cheaters, man. I'm not a big – I'm not a fan of cheaters. And even if it's for some dumb game like this, uh, yeah, just fucking play. Like, people who throw challenges and, like, the whole thing, uh, it's just it's, – it's whack. Um, so, I, I'm definitely giving a Red Skull. Danny? I'm giving it a Red Skull, too. I – like you guys, I hate that stuff. I, I already don't usually love the first challenge because it's it just doesn't make for the best TV. And when people aren't even trying in it, it's like, what, why are we spending any time on this? So if this helps uh, get rid of some of that, great. Go TJ. Do it. I think TJ's had enough. <laughs> He's ready to kick ass. I love it. Wern, why don't you go second? All right, I will, I will. How about this, guys? I hope this one gets the Google machines going. Uh, as you heard, Nelly's EI on tonight's episode. I mean, I remember that song dropping when I was in eighth grade. But how do you feel about Nelly making the same sound as Tim the Tool Man Taylor in his song EI? <laughs> That's so specific and so great. Oh, man. Dude, uh, I love Tim the Toolman Taylor. I'll give it a red skull. I think, you know, like, why not, man? Like, you you can do the, the Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> I don't think so, Tim. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the fucking tool time quotes. <laughs> Great. I love that show growing up. Uh, it always reminded, I think, of a lot of us of our dads and stuff. You know, my dad can't do shit in the house. He'd always, like, fucking cause some shit to go down. But anyways, uh, I'm giving it a Red Skull. I think it, it, you remember it from that song, man. That's a great Red Skull it's at home. Danny? Yeah, anytime um, you can bring Nelly and Tim the Toolman Taylor a little closer together, that gets a Red Skull for me every time. Oh, yeah. It's Red Skull all day. Jameson, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Red Skull extended. Pretty funny. I wrote down... Um, TJ being a stickler for the rules, but I luckily wrote a backup just in case, as we have to do sometimes. And Danny, you unfortunately did not see this happen, but Josh's face mask, you know, like I'm all for, you know, a little exfoliation, a little pampering, a little, you know, self-care. Um, but it was so funny. I don't know how they edited it, but like, what did he say, Chris? He said something like, you got to go home or like you got to like, <laughs> dude it was scary I, was, I thought it was like a halloween episode or something it was scary dude <laughs> it was really funny it made me laugh out loud um so what do you so what do you say chris uh man this is kind of tough because i thought it was hilarious uh and so weird and then like he ripped off the mask as if he hated it but he was wearing it for a long time and just I don't know. Uh, but for myself, I think I've actually tried a face mask once. I don't think I enjoyed it. Uh, I do agree with you, Jameson. Karen it, What's that? He doesn't need it, folks. <laughs> I mean, caring for your skin, that's important. I'm not going to deny that, but uh, I'm going to go no on the face mask for me. I'm going to send it home. Danny? Well, as Jameson alluded to, I had some technical difficulties. I missed the first uh, seven minutes of the episode, 
but are we awarding a red skull for face masks in general or a face mask on Josh? On Josh. I'm going to give it a red skull. I find his face very annoying, and anything you can do to cover that face is <laughs> a red skull. <laughs> That's really solid. That's pretty solid, man. Uh, yeah, I'm going to – I'm sending it home, man. I just, like – it was just so ridiculous. It's just Josh – Trying to draw attention to himself. Um, I'm really sad we didn't get to see him cry tonight. I love when Josh cries. It, it brings me joy during the week. I understand the reasons why. But, uh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send it home, Joshy boy. Um, you loser. Something tells me that you will not have to wait that long for another opportunity to see Josh cry. It's true. It's just so nice. It gives me the pleasure. Let's hand out some MVPs of the episode. Jameson, we'll start with you. Uh, so last week I, um, I gave Bananas my MVP, and I really debated giving Bananas my MVP this week. Um, you know, really sly move. Uh, but I actually – I think I'm going to go with uh, MTV. Um, I want my MTV. Uh, I think they, you know, did a good job this week, acted fast, um, figured out a solution. They didn't take the show off. I can only imagine having to like, you know, edit all that shit and figure it all out. And they fucking just said, yo D you suck. You're canceled. Swift, stern and fair. <laughs> all the values of a good MVP winner. <laughs> Warren, who you got? Uh, man, I was kind of torn between two people. Uh, I do think MTV is a great pick though. Um, I wanted to pick TJ, but he just didn't play a, as big enough a role as I wanted. And that would have been two TJs in a row. Uh, but I do love that he's asserting himself. I'm almost talking myself into TJ right now. Uh, <laughs> no, but you know what? I'm going to go with this one person. They were in the tribunal. And even though I know she's pregnant, she kind of <laughs> made me think for a few moments during this episode that maybe she's not, or maybe she doesn't know. I'm giving it to Melissa. Just for the fact that she seemed like she was game to go in. And honestly, she probably should have gone in on this elimination. Uh, I have a feeling she would have done all right. But, um, yeah, she kind of, like, fooled me a little bit. I was like, wait, is she pregnant? I mean, we're all pretty sure that she was. Uh, you admitted that she was pregnant. Yeah. So, I, don't, I was kind of like, okay, she seems like she's trying to act like she's playing the game, even though we know she's just trying to sit it out and, like, make it to no elimination or nothing. I don't know. It's kind of a weak MVP, but whatever. It's a fun just terrifies me every episode now. Now that I know this, I'm like, well, if a pregnant woman can't go on a roller coaster, surely she can't be suspended from a moving tank with explosions going off. I mean, she's hitting her belly, like, over well, and over. That's part of it. And she's like basically yelling with joy while she was doing it. Like she's like, yeah, woo, woo. I was like, whoa, like, okay. Did she find out that she was pregnant? It had to have been like pretty soon. Like it, obviously she doesn't know there, but I don't know, man. I mean, I just don't – if she knew, is that's one thing. But does it, did MTV know? Like is their insurance going to cover having – a pregnant woman doing this stuff each week. I'm like, holy shit, this is not good. Like, did she find out while she was there, maybe, or something? Maybe. Like, I don't know. But look, hey, flash forward, like, 21 years from now, we're all the oldest fuck, and this kid 
is going to be on the challenge. Like, hey, Laura, I like my life. I got to win. I got to win for my mom. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Danny, what about you? I almost gave it to Johnny again as well, just because I feel like we're getting, we're getting a vintage Johnny season. That was a, a great little hoodwink he pulled on her. And uh, since it was D, it made it even better. But I'm going to give it to Rogan for being put on the spot, standing next to D, and he couldn't chicken out like he did last year. He had to man up and say, yes, send her in. And he did. That was maybe the moment of the episode for me. I thought it was amazing. It was that really was, good. That was a fantastic moment. And they played it great. Oh, yeah. I love should... the fur around his neck like he was some fucking queen. Just looking <laughs> over at his fucking king and sending him in. <laughs> it was great. It was a great throne shit. It would have been even better, obviously, had D got eliminated. But, hey, you know. I thought for sure she was going to go home. I mean, damn. And that brings us to the losers. The the, the loser. We're doing a lot of sound effects tonight. Vern, who's your loser? Man, kind of tough. I felt like tonight, maybe you guys are going to show me up. I had a weak MVP, I think, but uh, I probably have a weak loser, except, uh, man, you know what? I'm gonna pick Rogan for letting <laughs> for letting bananas put that on him. I mean, in a way, it was kind of ridiculous. Uh, unless there's maybe there's just scenes that were cut again that I just didn't see. It just seemed out of left field to me. Like what happened last season happened last season. Clearly, Rogan's had like some weird relationship with D throughout this season, but. To have bananas be in the tribunal and turn to you and go, Rogan, can I put D in and put the pressure on him as if it's not bananas' decision? Like, it's just absurd. Like, I I feel like I would have just been like, you do what you got to do, dude. Like, why are you asking me? But maybe there's more to it. I don't know. That's why bananas is so smart. Like, now D is just, like, all on Rogan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, she probably hates bananas a little bit but she's all like fuck you rogan like how could you do this shit but meanwhile bananas is sitting back just like fucking cashing in for his wb show you know Uh, and we have to give josh a little bit of credit for not chickening out at the last minute and throwing her in too that's a very josh thing to do and he did it so this is the first and only time i'm gonna give josh credit for something well i'm guessing she made him cry so he got her back (laughs) <laughs> he got her that's true we didn't see what led to that James really my feelings a lot like I have big feelings I'm a big boy and I have big feelings that got hurt um, <laughs> yeah, that's my best Josh impression it was pretty bad uh, I thought it was actually pretty good my L7 weenie of the night um, obviously first and foremost D loser but for the show, I'm giving it to Maddie, man. Um, Maddie, you, again, I've talked about you all season, not showing up, seem playing a little scared. You look like, again, your Game of Thrones, like, vintage. Uh, how tall do you think Maddie is? Six foot one, six foot two? I don't know. Maybe that's a little too crazy. No, I think, it's, I think it's in the realm, dude. Obviously, the challenge itself probably did not, you know, match 
match with like uh, that stout, you know, woman. Um, but man, you really blew it. Uh, I can't. I had Maddie right as a winner at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I, I think almost everyone we all picked to win, aside from Jenny, is out now. My female is out. My female is out. Um, so I'm definitely giving her my loser of the week. Uh, you know, that, by the way, we haven't really talked about it. That challenge itself, yes, it kind of ended a little flat. But, you know, the beginning of it, like, essentially being buried alive in a way and the claustrophobia of the whole thing, excellent, excellent challenge. Um, never seen something that one like that, I think, before. Uh, so that, I thought that was really entertaining, at least. Um, we, we shit on the eliminations and the uh, challenges almost every week, and they had two good ones this week. So um, credit to TJ for designing those great games. Yeah, I have, I have to say, like, I mean, I thought Maddie was defeated before she even went, and they did that little interview, and she said she's claustrophobic, and you can see it and hear it in her voice. Like, she was already defeated. But, yeah, I looked at that challenge, and I was freaking out in my seat. I was like, I wouldn't want to fucking do that either. That would freak me the fuck out. Uh, mm. Fantastic elimination. I'm not I even claustrophobic, and I was getting the, the heebie-jeebies. Just yeah, like. exactly. Heebie-jeebies. I love how they uh, cut out like with D. They're like, oh, D, are you okay? Are you okay? Can we, can't hear you. And then they cut back and like, oh, yeah, she's cool. And uh, that brings us to uh, my loser. It's D. I mean, everybody in the yeah. bunker hates her. The whole country hates her guts, and uh, she's the only person to ever be on the show that's resulted in um, a drastic edit of an episode from 90 minutes down to 60. You stole half hour of my week, and I'm pissed about it. You're my loser. Loser. You could easily make D a clean sweep, uh, for sure. I mean, yeah, I, I just figured D was a loser was a given, but, uh, you know. <laughs> Ooh, call Danny out there. I'm just saying... I'm glad he said it, though, because obviously somebody's got to say it. But I wholeheartedly agree. D is the fucking loser. No, I agree. I thought it was um, understood, but, uh, you know, had to, had to do it. So we got some listener questions. Uh, our first one comes from, hold on, she told me how to pronounce this, and I don't want to screw it up. And I guess she could sense that I'm stupid, and that's why she told us how to pronounce it. It's from Olivia Billadeau. Billadeau? Olivia Billadeau? Well, Danny, I hope you said it right, because she's the only listener that is not someone we know. So we need to keep her. Olivia, we love Olivia, you. Olivia, we love you. We love you, and we're sorry for wrecking your name. Um, her question was, thoughts on this season's rookies and who has potential for success on future challenges? So we're going to run through the rookies of this season. First, Swaggy Christopher, what do we think? Uh, I don't know, man. I think he's a – I feel like I could see him on another season, but I feel like he's a one and done. Like, I, I, I just don't – he has no – no pizzazz, man. No, no good. No judge. Nothing. Like I don't, I don't get excited about him. X. Yeah, I think he'll be back because of his ties with Wes, but I don't think he has potential for success. At least we're all praying that he does not win this season. I think his and Bailey's strategy is clearly like let's just last long enough to get an invite next season, 
I, they don't seem to care if they win or lose. So do I think you'll see him in the future? Yes, but I don't know that you'll ever see him seriously contend. Next, we have Fessy. Yes, I think Fessy's got potential. I think he's got potential to win a challenge or at least go deep into some challenges in the future. I think there's some parts of his game that he's got to work out. But, um, I mean, he's clearly, like, one of the big dudes. And, like, all these big dudes tend to do well for some reason. Big dude. Big dude. Yeah, I could see Fessy coming back and uh, boring the hell out of me some more. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Thank God this dude is big because I can't recall a single meaningful thing this guy has said all season. And we've only seen him beat – uh, Jordan in the wrestle over a stick. So I think he's good, but I'm still not that sure. Yeah, I don't know. He's, I think he's, he's a weapon. He's got things to learn, but he's got potential, if you will. <laughs> Next, we have Jay. What do you think? I already forgot what Jay looks like a little bit. Jay was the long haired guy that was always wearing a ski cap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he did go on a run of elimination games. So he's got two red skulls, right? Yeah. Two red skulls, three red yeah. skulls. He beats me. Honestly, I think he's got potential. As much as I hate to say that, because I thought he was annoying and kind of weird, but you know what? I think he's got potential in a weird way. Uh, he's a mountain climber. Physical challenges. I tend to favor mountain climbers in these kinds of things. So I'm giving him potential. Sure, I'll allow it, but uh, you got to win me over, buddy. I just – I don't even remember your face. You know, I don't remember your face. You're not good for me. I don't know. <laughs> well, then you definitely won't remember our last uh, male rookie, Asaf. Oh, I remember Asaf. First episode, right? Done for? Total hunk, though. Total yeah, really Ninja Warrior, dude. Yeah, no, I definitely remember him. Uh, I remember the hunks for sure, you know. Uh, but def- I don't – I think he's coming back. I would be shocked if he comes back. Yeah, I don't think so. Unless they really just are looking for someone to hook up with Nani. Because didn't he make out with her? I feel like that's oh, yeah. he'll come back. Yes, first night he did, which was a yeah. strong move. I'll give him that. Yeah, Holy Trinity. He hooked up with one of the Trinities. Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. <laughs> he hooked up with the Holy Spirit. <laughs> the women rookies, we first have Bailey. No. I mean, same thing as Swaggy C, right? Like, we have no idea if you're athletic and you just seem to be skating by. Yeah, she'll be back, but she has to prove herself. I don't think, I don't know, and I don't see it. Next, we have Casey. I'm going to say yes. Uh, Casey has potential. Uh, she's a little boring, but I feel like she's used it in the right way. So I think she has potential. James I'll give her a yes. Come on, Casey. Let's go. Uh, I, I thought she was entertaining. I, I could see her. Yeah, I think she could win this season and in the future as well. But so far, so good. And finally, and I don't know if you guys are going to remember this contestant, Jen is our last rookie. What did no. Jen look like? She was an attractive Asian woman that uh, was gone almost immediately. Oh, yeah. I yeah, think Rogan was trying to hook up with her. And yeah. I think Jenny took her out, right? She's definitely yeah. not coming back. No. Coming back. That is an almost guaranteed one and done. Why do I think she was like a weather girl or something? Or a weather woman? 
while. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I feel like she was someone who's on TV and does the weather. I don't know. She gives me weather woman vibes. So our second listener question is from Jay Strait. He wants to know, would you rather do a group project with Corey and Nelson or quarantine for a week with Bailey and Swaggy? What's up, Jay Strait? Uh, great question. Shit, man. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm going to just take an F and do a project with Corey and Nelson. I think <laughs> If I could, if I could just buy into the fact that we're gonna fail and just deal with it, then uh, maybe at least I might have some fun. I think quarantine with uh, Bailey and Swaggy would be pretty uh, miserable, unless the Swaggy's, you know, if it's my birthday and he wants to give me thirty-three thousand dollars or something, that's great. But I doubt <laughs> that's gonna happen. So <laughs> I'm just gonna take the F and go, with Corey Nelson. Danny, what you got? Yeah, I've done group projects with um, non-ideal partners before. And, you know, is it the the best experience? No, but you end up doing a little more work to make up for them, and, and it's fine. Swaggy C and Bailey, I've never uh, quarantined with a couple that likes to make out so much or flaunt their moolah. So I, I, I pick Nelson and Corey every time. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine living with Bailey uh, and Swaggy C. I feel like you'd just be sitting there and Swaggy would just be like, oh, yeah, man, like, I made so much money today. Like, I'm so influential. I'm fucking so great and, like, talented. And, like, get get over yourself, bro. Like, go drive away in your Lamborghini. Corey Nelson, you do the group project, and then afterwards you get probably drunk with them. And it would be probably pretty fun. And I'd probably do some workouts with Corey, tell him about my girlfriend. Thinks he's super hot, and um, Nelson, I would just you know give him a banana or like an apple or like some fruit and be like, just eat, man. Like just sit over there and eat your snacks. Like let us like just knock this out because he's like a child. Um, I mean, definitely going Corey Nelson. Nelson would definitely end up saying some really dumb shit that you and Corey could laugh at. You know, like totally. (laughs) This would be entertaining. Whereas, I don't know if you'd laugh at anything Bailey and Swaggy say no. until afterwards. <laughs> Corey and Nelson definitely seem like better hangs. And I think they'd give you better challenge dirt than Swaggy and Bailey would. They haven't been. Oh, around. yeah. Corey and Nelson. You don't think you could get anything you wanted out of Nelson? It would be amazing. Oh, yeah. Good point, so dude. Juice, so much juice ready for the squeeze in Jameson. <laughs> so much juice for me. <laughs> that'll uh, that'll do it from the tribunal. Until next week. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a layup or a racist. You guys killed it. We did it.